Hello, everyone, and welcome to the fourth episode of the Rocket Science Podcast. Uh, today is February 25th. Last night, the Rockets played the Cavs in Cleveland. Uh, today with me, I have Zach Allen at Renzo the Don. Zach, how you doing today? I'm doing good, bro. How you doing, man? I'm doing all right, man. These Rockets are killing me right now. The Rockets are on a nine-game losing streak. Uh, they lost last night 112-96. to uh, Cleveland is right down at the bottom of the league with us in standings. Uh, right now, the Rockets are 14th in the West. Last night, John Wall, 20 points, 7 of 18. Uh, Oladipo was a minus 17. He had 17 points. He was 1 of 8 from 3. In this streak, the Rockets are losing by an average of 14.5 points per game. And I don't know if you're seeing what I'm seeing, but it looks like there's kind of a point in every single game where you just kind of know the loss is coming. How do you feel, like, watching this team? Uh, Honestly, bro, like, the first half they'll they'll play pretty good. And then about the third quarter is when things start getting ugly. And it's always the third quarter. I don't know what type of adjustment Silas does, but, I mean, the third quarter is always the worst for us in a way. So I, I really think, you know, once we figure out the third quarter, we'll be fine. But, I mean, other than that, we're, we're not being on a losing streak. And I know, like somebody said earlier, Christian Wood, he's like – even Silas even said, it, like, he gives us an extra 20 points a game, if not 25. So, I mean, we would definitely – wouldn't be in this situation right now. But – Actually, optimism is the point because the draft is what I'm kind of excited for, even though it's a long time. But And then it's like, because you, I mean, the Rockets have a ton of upside, bro, because they're all young. So I think, you know, once Crystal Wood gets back, um, things will be fine. But uh, other than that, my man, it's just right now the Rockets, it's, it's a tough one. It's, it's frustrating. Definitely when you cover or you're a fan. It's it's really frustrating, you know. Losing is not something we're used to. Eight years we've been a playoff team. James Harden gone. It's it's tough, man. And watch 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 James do things he's doing in Brooklyn. It's remarkable. Don't mind my son. He is remarkable. Like he is having a great season, sadly. Yeah, man. Brooklyn is doing some like they're they're they've been incredible since since uh, James joined, and you know, unfortunately, the Rockets have not. The thing with Christian Wood is like. He, you, you didn't really think beforehand that he would be uh, such such an impactful player for our roster, and now we're seeing that like without him, uh, it's it's basically completely broken. And part of that, you know, was because of it, it is because of just how how our offenses run. Uh, John Wall last night complaining about how he doesn't have a pick and roll uh, partner, and even even with Boogie, Boogie was in the second percentile of bigs in the league at finishing at the rim. So the the Rockets offense is just going to have a lot of problems and I feel like it's going to end up leading to John Wall being unhappy. Do you think that he's unhappy cuz watching the game last night, it definitely looked like there was a point where he checked out. Uh, I mean, of course you can tell he's unhappy cuz we're on a nine game losing streak. So I mean, but I think he knows like man, you know what, this season sucks cuz the James Harden situation and then you know, COVID and now Christian Wood's injuries in and out, you know, he can't even play uh, a back-to-back yet, you know. So it's all frustrating. So checking out is possibly, but I I'm, I think he'll get the idea when I think next year will be the best year for the Rockets to yeah. be a playoff team again. And, and then his, it's a project. His buddy got cut too. With yeah, that too. Yeah, that hurts. But I mean, we, everybody's seen Demarcus getting you know cut because he wasn't the best. Fit. I mean, honestly, Demarcus actually had a decent season. But yeah. defensively, he was a liability, bro. Like, it was a killer. Watching him play defense is 
the worst I think I ever, I've ever seen in my life. But Christian Wood being there, <laughs> he, like him being him being like a, a backup center to him. And don't get me wrong, Demarcus had a good few games with the Rockets. He's had some good yeah. games, but and good rebounding games at, at that. But I've been at defensively, man. We just he doesn't have the explosives to get up, and uh, it that hurts us defensively. Like Kelly Iko reported, he's six feet six feet towards the rim. He's probably the worst at it, which is like damn. Yeah, and we need that rim protection. Um, he's not good in drop coverage. He's getting beat around pick and rolls. I mean, it's it's like he has to make a business decision at, at thirty something when he's young as hell. Just don't have his legs because of them injuries. Yeah, and like you know, power to him. I, I hope he goes to a uh, to a contender and he gets decent minutes and you know get, gets a chance at act, at winning a ring. I know the Lakers gave him a ring. Um, for last year, but I, I want him to actually be on a playoff roster. Um, and so I'm glad he's, you know, in, in a way I'm happy for him. I'm glad he's getting out of Houston. And there was all that talk about how he wanted a bigger role and he wasn't happy coming off the bench, but then he went on Instagram and said that that was a bunch of bull. Yeah, I, I, I think Tim Ryan started stuff. Yeah, I mean, to, and to agree to your point, like he, he really didn't fit into this offense. You know, he's slow. He's very flat-footed. Um, if you want Boogie to be in your offense, you need to slow down the pace. And the Rockets right now, third in the league in pace. You, you can't have a slow body like Boogie running up and down the court. I mean, even like in previous years, we we traded Clint Capella, who I would say is one of the more uh, agile bigs in the league, because we wanted to pick up the pace a little bit and play a little bit more five out. And so it, it's it's interesting to me right now to see what this roster is going to be doing, especially with the with the small ball. P.J. Tucker is still getting big minutes. Last night, another game with zero points. My, uh. my, my thing the last few weeks has been, and, and to kind of go back to your point at the beginning, where you said, you know, the Rockets are young. We are a young team. The problem is we're not playing the young guys. Um, yeah, got to. And, you know, it's, yeah. I would love to see, you know, Daniel House take a step back and those minutes go to David Nawaba and Sterling Brown and Jay Sean Tate. I would love to see P.J. Tucker take a step back and those guys getting the same minutes as well. Uh, KJ Martin, KPJ, they need to be called up as soon as possible. I, I honestly, like, my thing is I would much rather, you know, just do what uh, Cleveland is doing with Andre Drummond with a guy like PJ Tucker and just give those minutes to Jay Sean Tate and let him play. Give those minutes to, like, David Nawaba. David Nawaba is on a contract year. I would love to re-sign him. Same with Sterling Brown. And, you know, they're playing pretty well. I'd much rather them have the minutes than a guy like PJ. Honestly, bro, Tucker, I'm 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 low key over him. I'm like I'm actually over him. You know, before the season before the season started, you know, I was a big advocate of you know bring Tucker back. You know, he's a veteran, good defender. The city loves him. He's he's got he's he's building his own shoe shoe store here. Started his own foundation. It was always a solid piece in in the last three years with the Rockets. And uh, I think yeah, let's see one two yeah the last three. So this is the fourth season with the Rockets. So um. Tucker being gone would be the best thing for us because he's he's old he's an older guy. I mean we all need dog at the vet, but this time the NBA is going younger. Like somebody pointed out a while ago, the NBA is going younger. So somebody heard it on a podcast. The NBA, like I said, the NBA is getting young. And I think I went King and Martin. I think he should play another year in the G League, in my opinion. You know he's very yeah, athletic. Probably. I mean, ton of upside. I mean he has his explosions is ridiculous. And you want to make sure he knows how to use every tendency every technique besides his explosiveness because you know that's dangerous in today's in today's NBA game because explosive players don't really last a long because they always get injured because they jump so damn much 
Yeah. And you know they they're coming down on their knees and Achilles and once that once that once that athletic goes, the game goes. They're looking for Griffin. So I think KJ <laughs> Martin should be down there for at least another two years at least. And then you you call it. Now, of course you come back with the team and try to put a team and you know and and, and, you, and, you, and you check with his work down. But I want to see KJ Martin develop his game a lot more. KPJ, I agree, but he needs to be on the team immediately as as soon as possible. KJ Martin, I'm excited about him, but he's he's a three year project in my opinion. He's he's yeah. very raw athletically and like he has a lot of raw basketball ability. The thing with him is I think the IQ needs to get a little bit better. He needs to like mm-hmm. kind of understand the NBA game a little bit better. Um, and you know that can come in spot minutes on the team. You know, five six minutes a half if if it comes down to it. But I would I like the G League bubble is about to end, so they're gonna call him really? back anyway. Yeah, it's ending. Uh, I believe it's March fifth is the Vipers' last game. Wow, that was a short yeah. season. It is, yeah. The bubble was very short. I also think they didn't win enough games to make it into the playoffs, and so I, I think that you know, the second half of the season we're gonna have both KPJ and KJ Martin on the roster. I would like to get them more minutes. It's gonna come down to trades. I kind of want to go into this a little bit. And I've been talking about this for the last few episodes. Where, wh- like, what do you think is gonna happen? Where do you think guys are gonna go? Do you think, you know, is John Wall still gonna be on this roster? Is Victor Oladipo gonna be on this roster? Hey, hey, be- hey, before I get into that, bro, I want you to keep an eye on somebody. Uh, Armani Brooks, bro. Keep an eye on him. Armani uh, Brooks, man. Yeah. And yeah, I, bro. I've, like, been I've been watching him since college. I, I've been advocating for him to get a two way. Um, yeah, I, I, I want him to get it over Justin him. Patton. I mean, Justin Patton's been our Of right. course. Um, I mean, but yeah, but, but we need a big though. So Justin Patton's going to yeah. be there. Until yeah, Christian I don't understand back. why he got it, but I would have loved oh, to get Armani that spot and just, you know, let him I mean, come up and yeah, just, but, <laughs> just be a shooter for us, please. Like, that's all dude, we Dude, honestly, dude, like, Daniel House, I mean, once he gets traded, hopefully he gets traded, Tucker gets traded. You trade Ben McElmore, of course. You just trade Ben McElmore, Tucker, Daniel House. Um, who else do I want to see get traded? <laughs> uh, I think it's, I think that's, uh, I've always complained about those guys. Ben McElmore, even up and down too damn much for me, bro. Like, he's honestly, been down a lot lately. <laughs> but Amani Brooks' development, yeah, but look, Amani Brooks' development, bro. When he came into the league, when, when he was in college, was a great shooter. He can shoot it from yeah, probably, probably like two, like three or four feet from behind the arc, and he was a good. He was a great shooter, a great pull up shooter. But he was his game was one dimension. You know, we're a good defender. You know, because Coach Sampson preached defense. I had a friend who was a who was a uh, who was a manager on that team. Um, amazing athletic ability, but like I said, one dimension guy. Just just shooter. You know, not a, not not aggressive enough when putting the ball on the floor. But now you watch him play. And the, and the G League with the Vipers, he's putting the ball on the ground a lot more. And it's fun to watch that. So two-way contract, yes, yeah, possible. But Imani Brooks is a product just like Martin is, you know. I want to see Imani Brooks' development of putting the ball on the ground and be able to cross over and dunk on somebody in the paint. That's what I want to see him do and, and probably put him in the mid-range. He has a lot of upside, too. Like, Kenyon Martin and Imani Brooks could be really huge for the Rockets. But even though Kenyon Martin doesn't have a two-way contract with us just yet, he's not on the team. I think he will be. If not, he'll be on the team by training camp, next training camp. John Wall can possibly be a rocket still. If hopefully, depending where, depending who they draft. If you get Kate Cunningham, could you possibly push John Wall, John Wall out the trade? I mean, you can get these two, three players for him, but it's, the, they don't have, it's like the Rockets have a good problem with a bad problem. It's like the, the more you trade, the more players you get, and the more problems Silas has, like 
who's getting minutes. That's the and that's the. I mean, I can't cuss in the podcast, but that's the worst, bro. <laughs> I my thing is like with Wall, yeah. So we'll get into the tanking part eventually, but with if if it comes down to it, there's gonna be a few teams out there that are looking for point guards. One of them main is one of them that comes to mind is the Clippers. Um, yeah. And if if Kyle Lowry ends up going to Philly like he apparently is supposed to and wants to, uh, the market for top tier point guards or at least like you know top twenty point guards uh, is not very high for a team like the Clippers who if they want to retain Kawhi they probably need to go out there and find him a star point guard. It doesn't have to be a guy like John Wall. I I think it's, bro, it has to be John Wall. You, know, you can get John Wall for. Patrick Beverly, Lou Will, and like one other contract, and keep Paul George, Kawhi mm. Leonard. Mima, bro, I was just thinking that the other day ago. Oh, all I was thinking this. I mean, Me, realistically, bro. like you get you give the Rockets bro, yes, and, and second round that's picks to get off of a massive contract. You pair oh, yes. John Wall and have him just be a facilitator for guys like Kawhi and Paul George. Paul George. Oh, Both are dude, having 50, 40, 90 seasons this season. Like, bro, they wouldn't even give up. They wouldn't even give up Blue Willie. You don't have to give Blue Willie. You can give up Reggie Jackson and Patrick Beverly and probably a, a second-round draft pick and be just fine. If not, probably another contract as well. I think they'd have uh, to give up Blue Will just to match salary. You think so? Just to match think salary. think so? Yeah. Salary? But even then, like, even if you are, you know, matching salary, getting it all done, if you have a team of John Wall – Paul George and Kawhi Leonard, you're getting vets to sign with you. It's going to be either the Clippers of or the Nets. That's where the buyout locations are going to be. Of course, like you have with your three marquee players would be John Wall, like you said, Kawhi Leonard and Paul George. I mean, but you will have to trade. You don't have to trade these three players. Like Lou will got to go. Uh, I think he'll Mark be a Marcus rocket. Morris. Marcus Morris. I mean, you could possibly what they could do is trade Lou will, Lou will, Reggie Jackson, and Patrick Beverly, of course, and they would get from us would be Eric Gordon, and then we get John Wall. I mean, yeah, you lose three contracts, and you gain somewhat of – how many years is Eric Gordon the past credit with? Two more years? Eric Gordon has three more years. <laughs> three more years. So you wait till the offseason, you get him, then you have two years of his contract, which is not too much. And then it was just, it's still a lot, but it's not that bad. It's not John Wall's contract. John, called, John Wall's contract has to get reconstructed real soon. Uh, but I, I think that the, the Clippers and the Rockets will be talking to each other in the summertime about John Wall Yeah. when it comes to Kawhi. So nobody be surprised when you start hearing reports about, oh, Clippers and the Rockets are talking about trade situations, and then they're looking for a third team. You got to look for a third team because you can't – the Rockets can't take all them players because they want to go young. The player that we would probably take would be Lou Williams because I know for a fact we would give up Eric Gordon and John Wall, and that's what the Clippers would need to go get the Lakers and the Nets. And they're, and they're like – Next year, that that would be the that would be the best. That would be that would probably be the best three teams right there. I mean, my fault. It'd be the Clippers, the Nets, Lakers, and the Lakers. Yeah. And it probably be it probably be Clippers and Nets in the finals. And then uh, you go from there, bro. But th- this year is probably gonna be you know Lakers, Nets, Lakers. Hey, don't don't sleep. Don't sleep on the Jazz. Look, bro. Like the Jazz are, are really they're a really great team though. But they're, they're doing I mean, amazing. But they I think they fall. I've seen they I, fall, bro. Yeah, and they've they've they went twenty and one like a couple seasons ago, nineteen and one in another season. Um and so they've had these like streaks in the last few years where you know they just <laughs> keep winning games and they're not losing yeah. games. 
Uh, but when it comes to the playoffs, they keep collapsing. Maybe this year, you know, facing an eight seed or a seven seed, they they don't have seen James Harden. Yeah, not seeing James Harden. James Harden. He owned him, bro. I give James Harden respect, though. James Harden owned the Utah Jazz, bro. He owned him for two straight years, bro. I give him that. Yeah, and you know maybe he gets an opportunity to do it again in the finals. That that would be something. But let's talk a little bit more about Christian Wood, the All Star game, the All Star selections. Do you feel like he got slighted? Do you feel like he was a snub, or do you think he wasn't supposed to be an All Star in the in the first place? I think he could be. I think he deserves been a snub list, but I don't think he was snubbed. Sadly, uh, he probably if he knew me personally, he probably killed me. Um, <laughs> I mean, honestly, I, like, cause he, we, he has to accept the truth, bro. You miss like, yeah, you miss like a ton of games and we're 11 19. It's one thing if we're like, if you just, if you just got hurt and we're like a playoff team or we're sort of a playoff team, you still probably miss it. But if Christian Wood was playing right now and the Rockets were 17 and 12 or 18 and 11, if the, if the record was different from when it was and we were like six, seven games and we were like five or six, obviously five or seven games over. 500, it's a different story. Like, honestly, it's a different total story. Like, he deserves to be an all-star. Definitely over Zion. I mean, he's definitely better than Zion. You see what happened last time they matched up in the New Orleans? He murdered them, bro. I just think Christian Wood has so much upside, bro. Like, he's a future superstar because of the way he impacts the game. He won a, he won a game without nobody on the court against a, against a, against a healthy Spurs team. Yeah. <laughs> a healthy he only scored like 23, 25. And like you look at John Wall, John Wall had won a couple of games by himself, I think. But John Wall is a guy you have to build around. Like you got to put shooters around him for him to be successful. He's not a superstar. He's a star player. Christian Wood can shoot better than John. He's just a better player, as you can see now, because you're thinking like, man, we, we, you know, you need John Wall to be successful. Yeah, you do. You need both of them to be successful, real talk. But honestly, just Christian Wood, and you just say you get rid of John, you trade John off. Like I feel like John could possibly get traded. I like to see John here, but the Rockets are probably gonna get Kay Cunningham or Jalen Green. And you have Jalen Green, you have Kevin Porter Jr. You and you build around that. You put people around him. You possibly keep Sterling Brown here. You you possibly you you're gonna go young, but I mean you have Christian Wood. Like you have Kevin Porter Jr. who's having a great time in the G League. So. We'll probably we'll probably see a ton of uh, Christian. I mean, I mean Kevin Porter. I said Kevin Porter, right? So you'll probably you'll see a lot of Kevin Porter in March, though. After the All Star break, you'll see a lot of him. Yeah, and like, so my thing with with Christian Wood is the same point. You know, with him missing the All Star game, I think he played well enough in the games that he played. Yeah, considered an All Star, but at the end of the day, he missed 13 out of 30 games, and the team sucks. And so, like, I think he deserves to be in the conversation of, like, these are the list of guys who got snubbed. You know, Mike Conner, Devin Booker, DeMar DeRozan, whatever, Christian Wood. He was a snub. I don't think he got snubbed. Um, he missed what? He missed nine games or ten games? He missed 13. <laughs> 13 games. Like, he missed I mean, the last season, nine but... in a row, but he's missed 13 games a season. Okay. Yeah, but, I mean, th- yeah, 13, so – he has to look at it like, man, the reason why I didn't make it, like, that's what made me, that's what made me, if I was him, I would feel better if I was him. The reason why I missed because I missed a ton of games. Yeah. Too bad. Anthony Davis is a guy that deserves respect because he's been a, a great player for a long, for a very, for a very period, I mean, for a very long time. But 
He got in the league around what 2013 year, 14 year. He's yeah. been in the league for about seven years. You've been in the league for and not for five. So, but you gotta get plus Anthony Davis has been a playoff winner. He's got a championship. So that's why Davis gets that respect. And plus he played more games than Christian Wood did, I think. Yeah, and like with with the way the roster is and with the way everything is going on on the team, you know. I think that it gives Wood a bit of an, an another. It's another like you know redemption type thing. The whole season's kind of been based around it, but oh, the whole story of everything. Oh, you know, you were gonna be partnered with Harden and Westbrook, then that didn't happen, and you still played super well with Harden. You played well without Harden. You played well with Wall, and then you got hurt. Um, no All Star. There's another chip on Christian Wood's shoulder, so I think. We might yeah. see, you know, second half of the season, a, another level to Christian Wood, which I hope we get. But um, I think we should tank, bro. I don't lie to you, bro. I'm, I'm, I'm honestly, I can't. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's, let's get. I can't probably professionally conversation. I can't. I want. I want. I don't. I don't know if I can professionally say this on Twitter. Uh, but <laughs> tanking Christian Wood. I mean, of course, he comes back. Maybe let him play about maybe ten games because he comes back. I was talking. I was talking to a friend last night. He's gonna win some games. So could we lose a lottery pick? Because what do we what do we look like when Christian Wood comes back? We're gonna win a, we're gonna win a shit ton of games. I think I think we're gonna win like a, a good amount of games. Um, now a playoff team is a fight. I mean we would have to I mean we would have to when Christian Wood comes back. What was it? What's today's date? It's the twenty third, right? The twenty second. Oh, the twenty fifth, right? Yeah. There's like four more games until the All Star break. He said he's gonna be so, before that. I'd assume he returns so, next game. Yeah, next game. And he has one game right there. So you go. The Rockets would have to possibly once we lose what who we, who we play tomorrow the Raptors right Raptors we lose we're, we're gonna we're gonna get our ass blown out sorry <laughs> and the Raptors are playing a little better but they're, they're and they're not that good this year but they're better than us that's for sure yeah. uh, but I don't think we're gonna lose probably three or four more games and then possibly you know maybe win next four or five but we're still I I don't know if we're we possibly could kick out the lottery, maybe. I don't know. We possibly still be a lottery team. Who knows? Because we have, they get to be the first. They get to be the worst five. The worst five teams in the NBA. We're, we're the worst five teams, right? Uh, we are currently the third worst team in the league. Uh, so like, but like, this way, how do you make? We're fourth. Uh, I'm sorry, how do you make? How do you? But lottery wise, though, bro. Like, what, what? How many limits? Like, is it's five teams correct, right? You're, well, so what, hap- what has to happen with the lottery is if we're in the bottom three ranking. Our bot, yeah, if we're one of the third worst ranking teams, then we have a 52% chance of getting the pick. If we're the fourth worst team, we have a 45% chance of getting the pick. And then from there, it gets worse and worse and worse. So we have to get a top four pick. And I talked about this last time in my podcast. And since you're pretty set on tanking, I want to see how you feel about this. What do you think about trading two future first rounders to OKC and telling them, give us the rights to our pick back for this year? And we'll give you two first in return. That way we can take. Don't we, get. Don't we have two pictures? Yeah, don't we have two pictures here? I'm sorry. Don't we have two pictures here? We have um, our pick, the Pistons the pick, pick, technically, and um, and the Portland pick. The Pistons pick's not going to come through, and we're going to get the worst of our pick, OKC, and Miami. Wait. So do we? So do we get a we get a lottery pick? Right. I haven't looked into it yet. We get a lottery pick, right? If we if we seem right. We'll get a lottery pick if Miami ends up in the lottery or if we end up in the top four. Okay, so long as we get the lottery pick, I'm just fine. <laughs> I don't give a damn. Uh, but, I mean, we, so basically, you're saying we have, we have two picks, right? 
I, what I'm saying is you tell because OKC will, would get the pick if it's not top four. So if the pick is fifth, OKC keeps it, and we don't get any lottery pick. Um, so we have to tank. We have to tank. So it, no, but even if we tank, we only get a 50% chance of keeping the pick. So what I'm saying is you call up OKC and you tell them, hey, we're gonna give you two future unprotected picks. It can be anything. Give us our pick yeah. back for this year, and you not protect us for the pick. We get our pick back for this year, and we can tank happy. Yeah, I think OKC their, their main their main objective is getting Evan Mobley. That's that's what they need. That's, that's what they, they want. They, they get want that with their own pick. They'd easily be able to get that with their own pick. I don't think the no, but target. I don't think they're, are they are they in a lottery team? Yeah, they're. I mean, they're right down there with. They're 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 like fifth, I believe. But I won't even worry about them getting to third first because the first pick they're gonna get is Evan Mobley, if not Jonathan Kuhn. Uh That's what they they're gonna get. Evan Mobley or Jonathan Kuhlman. Kuhl, man. No, I'm not gonna say his full name no more. <laughs> but you know what I mean, Jonathan K. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> our concern is Cade and Jalen. That's what we need. And then Cade and Jalen, and then and possibly not nah, Jalen Suggs. Cause if you definitely get Jalen Suggs, you definitely gotta trade John Wall. It's not even a bl- eye blink. You trading John? You trading John Wall? There's also the talk about how Silas wants to play KPJ at the point guard. Yeah, that's cool too. KPJ is awesome. I mean, you can have two points. So you are nothing wrong with that. Yeah. And we had Chris Paul and James Harden. Yeah. And James Harden in the point, but yeah, he's looking. He's looking at KB and James Harden. So of course you got Cade or you got Cade or Jalen, um, and they understood that. So John Wall, you can have your backcourt being John Wall, Cade, and John and and, and um, my fault, John Wall, uh, Cade yeah, and KBJ. Yeah, that'd be a hell of a backcourt. It'd be a young backcourt, but it'd be take it would take time for it to develop. Now come with the gate swinging. Possibly not, but we're probably one of them teams that can do some damage and make yeah. the playoff with that team. Uh, but John, I mean, I'm baby killing me. He ain't hungry. But yo, before I get off, um, screaming great podcast, but yeah. the, this team, if we have a do that, bro, I would do that. What you just said, two feature first round draft picks, uh, two feature cause they, they're, they're, they, they're ass. They suck because they're, they're, they're two late picks <laughs> and they're like, they're, who owns the picks again? Who owns our two future picks again? We we have a lot of picks. I mean, we uh no, we have the Nets pick. We have uh we have a Bucks pick. Don't want it. We have Don't a want Nets it. Picks. Oh, we actually, have... we keep the Bucks pick. I, I keep the Bucks pick because the Bucks could probably get the 18th pick. I would definitely trade the Nets one for sure, for sure. And then you've had to trade the Bucks. You guys had the Bucks, but try, I would try to keep the Bucks pick easily. Yeah, I, also I would think, try to keep the Bucks. I also think that with the Blake Griffin stuff, you know how he might get bought out or he might get traded. Right now, with the pick we have from Detroit, it's so heavily protected that they probably need to trade something to us to change the protection of that pick. If we could somehow get unprotected first from Detroit out of this in order for them to be able to move Blake Griffin. They're not going to move Blake Griffin. You got to buy him out, bro. You're not going to move him, bro. I mean, You'd be lucky to get a second for him, bro. You'd be lucky to trade him for a second round draft pick. I would, I, mean, I would, I would eat. Well, the thing is, they they would need to trade first round picks on top of Blake Griffin just to, just to get rid of him. It would probably have to be Blake them, Griffin and two first rounders for another bad contract. What you probably do is, hey man, give me, hey, give me your twenty fifth second round pick for Blake Griffin. That, does that work out for you? <laughs> <laughs> does that work out for you? Yeah, it works for us. You don't gotta worry about losing your pick in a while. We get him. We get this contract off our off our off our off our roster. Off our salary cap too and everything. Give me it. Just give me whatever pick. I don't give a damn if it's 2041. Just take on. 
the Rockets are just going to be a lot tougher. Explain, explain the, the, the scenario again about, so we get a lottery pick. Are you and I, our ESPN, but I know for a fact we get a lottery pick this year, right? Uh, we get it if it's top four. Of course, because we have, I mean, we have to tank for that to happen. Well, so, no, but like it, said, it would, it would, if it, the chances of it being a top four are like 50% if we're the worst team in the league. It could still we be, are right now. It could still be outside the top four. And so the question is, will they bench Christian Wood for the rest of the season? Which they probably won't do, of course not, because he's, uh, he's not going to like that shit. He's not going to like this shit at all. Avery is John. They're going to they, if they If Christian Wood comes back, they, they're going to think they, can, they have a chance. So I don't see why not. But even if he does come back, we'll still be – we'll probably – if he comes back, in the season will probably be five. We'll probably be five, six games, under 500. But I don't think – I mean, and then, we, then we lose that pick. So then – but the good thing is we we lose that pick because that pick will probably be between 8 and 12, if not 6 and 12. I mean, no, 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 no. I'll say 8 and 12. And then we we still have our two picks. So we have the Bucks pick and we have the Nets pick to rely on, which is like this, this draft is totally deep. But if the Rockets really want to change the franchise, you're going to have to possibly tank after March. Like, straight up. Like, after April, you, you're going to have to put, like <laughs> – uh, you're gonna have to put David Waba at the point guard for sure. <laughs> and you're gonna have to put Sterling Brown at the wing. Just make it as bad put, as possible. It's really bad. I mean, bad. I like I that. That would be watchable. Like, just play Kevin Porter Jr. and like let yeah. me let me have fun watching him play. <laughs> let him do whatever he yeah. needs to do. Yeah. I, I said yeah, last I podcast, I don't care what he does. I don't care if he goes one for twenty. Uh, I, I want to yeah. I want to see what can come out of him. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but man, this was a fun podcast, man. And we'll definitely we'll yeah. see how we'll see how this goes, man. I appreciate you coming on. Um to everyone listening, you know, thank you for listening and I will be back for episode five later this week.